Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited for you to join us today. To find out more about us, visit highway.com.au. I wanted to come down here with you this morning because I think God has been doing something really intimate this morning. He's come in and he's moved and he's done something totally awesome. And, um, and my friend here, she actually takes the words right out of your mouth. She's such an awesome lady. I ring her up to tell her something and then she tells me what I was going to tell her. It's very, very scary, believe it or not. <clears throat> Awake is what um, God's been saying to us. But not just awake, arise. Because we can wake up and we can still lie there and... Um, we can be at ease in, I think it's, I'll turn to it. It's way through here in my sermon, but I'm just going to go to it first. Isn't that how God does it? But, you know, um, it's 32, I think. We'll come back. Yes. It says, rise up. This is a word that God gave us for, um, for gave me for the woman, but this is for you. Rise up, you women who are at ease. You know, we have so much in our hands today. And our life can be at ease. We can be a Christian and enjoy the blessing and, and just live with that. But God has called us to do so much more. It says, rise up, hear my voice, you complacent daughters. Give ear to my speech in the year and some days You'll be troubled, you complacent woman. You know, when we um, don't live in the word of God, because we don't speak it out over our lives and we get lazy and we get um, comfortable, I think that's the word, in comfort, that the enemy sneaks in and he lulls us to sleep. And we don't confess this, we don't live by this anymore, and we become weak, and we wonder why things are happening, and I, God woke me up last night, and he says, there's somebody here that's facing a giant, something big in their life, and I want to say that that thing is not the giant, you're the giant, you are the giant, and I want to give you a scripture. Is, it, is this relating to anybody here? Put your hand up, because I, I would like to pray for you. Don't be scared. Okay. This is the word that God gave me. It's out of Psalm 91. I confessed this over Don's life every day for six months when he was paralyzed. When you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me. The only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He's running to you right now. This is the word of the Lord over your life. And he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you. See, even 
When you don't feel he's working, he's working. He's wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night. The enemy always comes at night with his voice. He comes with his voice because he has no power. Nor have a fear, and nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing, whether by night or by day. Demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil launched against you. They are an inheritance. This is what heaven is saying over you. Those people who put up your hands, I'd really like you to come forward. I want to pray for you now. You know, God has been prophesying over the service right from the start. He's been saying things. And when I shut my eyes, I could feel heaven coming in like this. And God's here. And I want to tell you that you are the giant. You are the mighty ones. Wake up, stand up, be alert, come forward. If you put your hand um, up and you believe this is for you, Right now. Amen. Good on you. See, you've got the courage to come out here. God is here. He's in this place. And he's working. You know, when Don was walking around paralyzed, they wanted to make bigger holes in my doorways so I could push the wheelchair through. In fact, they wanted me to bring a wheelchair home and I refused. And I used to pick him up over my back and I used to carry him to the bathroom and carry him wherever he had to go because this is not what God prophesied over his life. And I totally refuse to accept anything but what God has prophesied. And I used to get up every morning and I had this in my hand and I would declare it to the atmosphere. I would pray that Psalm 91 and I would declare it because see, God's words are creative. It says, in the beginning, God spoke. In the beginning, He spoke the heavens and the earth into being. He spoke light into the. His words are so powerful. And he's given them to us, church. He's given us this word here. And he says, you start declaring it over your world and it will change. We will not declare what doctors say over us, what whoever says over us. We're declaring the words of the Lord over our lives. And breakthrough is coming. And you need to stand up and you need to start declaring it, people, every day over your lives. Stand up. Stand up alert. Stand up and hear the Word of Heaven. And you speak it out and your world will change. I know, I've been there. You've seen Don walk. It's nothing. If if we go to the hospital, his spine is still crushed to as big as a piece of thread, piece of cotton. We see God's Word is alive and powerful. And I refuse this morning when God woke me last night, I thought, I refuse to accept this over people's lives.
because God has a destiny because you are the giants of faith. Wake up, wake up the church. Wake up and start declaring who your God is. Start declaring things out over your lives and it will change. So I'm just gonna go along and I'm just gonna pray over each one of you. You, I saw God, things are gonna change. It's turnaround time, okay? Start, put worship on. Get worship in your head and start declaring the word of God and you're gonna see miracles, okay? Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Breakthrough. Turn around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wake up, mighty giant, and speak it out. Wake up. Wake up, woman of God. Thank you, Lord. Wake up. Wake up, warrior. Warrior. says all you need all you need you think I, I'm not enough all you need is a seed a mustard seed of faith you've got a mustard seed in you it's not huge it's a mustard seed but it can change your world thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus break those shackles thank you Jesus thank you mighty mighty giant of God Call you forth into the purpose of the kingdom. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God said He's going to do it again. You've stood before and you've beaten the enemy, and God says, I can do it again. I can do it again. mustard seed can turn your life around. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Broken. Salvation came to Zacchaeus' house, but it said it was legacy down the generations. What you do today is legacy for the generations. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stand and declare the word of the Lord over that situation. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. break off the words, we break off the lies, because you are a mighty man of God. To the pulling down, you can pull down strongholds in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Jesus. Joy. Joy is going to come and break those things. Joy isn't happiness. Joy comes from God. 
and it's even doesn't matter the circumstances whether it's good or bad there's joy I had to just do that. That's so good. Take that, devil. Man, this morning it's just been like prophecy and Zacchaeus. You know, like it wasn't just his house, it was legacy. 
down the generations. What you wake up and you stand up and you walk out isn't just for now, people. It's for the future. It's for your grandchildren, your children and your grandchildren. So exciting. When you get that in your head, it makes you think, what am I depositing in their life? What am I putting in there? And it's so exciting. And you know, we go through stuff in life, stuff does happen. And I think I've had a husband that's had accidents. I have had a son that is now in heaven. And I'm going to stand even taller. I'm going to stand stronger and I'm going to declare victory. And the devil's lost because he's actually put a weapon in my hand. See, I know this is the greatest weapon on earth. This is greater than any gun that they have devised. I can speak to situations and they fall. And I don't have much faith. Honestly, I have as much faith as you. I have a mustard seed. But God says that's all you need to change things. So if you're feeling weak and a little bit like I can't do it, just think I've, I've got a mustard seed. I've got a mustard seed and it's going to change. Amen? Oh, it's so exciting. But you know what I think? God hates religious people. He hates religious people. And he, sometimes when people come at you with theology, oh my gosh, do you just want to fall down dead? <laughs> like, it bores me senseless too. And I think God's awakening, awakening the church to authenticity. And he wants you to just believe him for yourself and carry it and be normal. Be normal. Like, I was in Fiji um, to do a crusade with Don in August. And um, I actually don't like reading my Bible without worship on. I just, I just love words going through my head. I love, I love reading. And so I turned my phone on. And, and I don't know whether you're like this, but I go through stages where I have favorite songs. And my favorite song at the moment is Waymaker. You know, he's a God of his promise. He just makes a way. Even when he think, we think he's not working, he's working. You know, all that stuff, it's so good. And, um, and so we, you know, when you're a Christian and you're authentic, you carry a fragrance in your life. So when you walk, there's something you carry about you. And when you go past people, and you rub against them. There's something you're rubbing off on them. I'm rubbing off on you. Well, I could rub, you could rub off on me. But there's something that's generous and nice. It rubs off you, and there's a fragrance that's left. It lingers. And so I, I believe you've got, to get, you've got to get worship on you. The two things that make you courageous, two things that you can walk through anything, is the word of God and worship. Just keep it simple. You know, whether the rapture's happening tomorrow, whether you believe in the rapture or you don't or whatever, who cares? Just get yourself right with God and get walking, okay? And um, so I had, we had favour and we ended up in this special room for breakfast and it was where Prince Harry and Meghan used to have their breakfast in this hotel the um, Grand Chancellor and Suva. And I was sitting there. It's all really nice. 
but it was actually really boring. And so I thought, I get my phone out and I push my worship song. I've got my food there and I've got my word for today and, and I'm in my happy place. And so I've got this playing here. Next thing, this young girl comes up beside me. She's one of the um, attendants there and she says, I really like your music. There's something that makes me feel good inside about it. And then, and then she goes over to Don and she says, is that music like that Hillsong music I hear on the radio? And, and he said yes, and, and he started sharing um, why we were in Suva. And, and um, she ended up coming to the meeting and getting saved. Now, I didn't have to give theology. I didn't have to do anything special. All I had to push was play. <laughs> Keep it simple. I didn't have to have all the answers. I, could, I didn't even have to quote a scripture since I've had concussion. I can't remember much of anything. But I know how to push a button. You see, it's what you carry. And you've got to wake up and you've got to stand up and you've got to listen. We were up at Malulabar and we go to this shirt. I, I get bored with Don when he wears the same shirts. I think I'm a bit ADD. So... If I look at that same shirt for six months, it drives me nuts. So I went and bought him a shirt, and we, I go to this shop. It's called Clingers in, um, in Malulaba, and I know the lady. She's a Kiwi, so she's awesome. And then we got talking, and we're looking at shirts and talking about life, and she was started to share how she'd been unwell, and she's had to have the mucus drained out of her lung, and um, it was very painful. And I'm, I'm listening. You see, what we've got to do, sometimes we're so busy talking out our mouth and we actually don't listen. And I listened, I thought, this lady's got a problem. My Jesus loves problems. That's what he's here for. So I didn't write, our friend got a shirt and I got Don's shirt and I said, we're praying for this lady. So we went up to her and we said, look, we really heard that you're very sick. You've got to have compassion. Compassion and love. Greatest things you can carry. And we said, can we pray for you? We really believe in prayer and God loves you. Uh, wherever you are in your journey, this is what you've got to get with people. Everybody's on a journey. It doesn't matter where somebody is, even if they're blasphemy, they're on a journey. So he said, we don't know where you are in your journey with God but he loves you, and he would love to heal you. So we just prayed a simple little prayer, went in the next day, and she says, it's the first night I've slept all night without any pain. And I said, God just wanted to show you how much he loves you. And she's in church this morning up on the coast. You know, it's just simple, just simple. And you don't have to be um, the, great, the great preacher like Pastor Anne. She challenges me. She's up there quoting. I'm thinking, well, she's preaching half my sermon. She, yeah. I love it. I love it. I go into her house and I sleep like a dream. Presence of God there. But even Facebook, you know, you can look on Facebook and you think it's all about you and you're messing around, but you see people hurting on Facebook. And, and I just... This girl was singing. And all I put on was, that was so beautiful. It just touched my soul. 
She had no other comments, but I just put it there. She got back to me within five minutes, and she said, where do you live? Do you live in New Zealand? And I said, yes. And, and so we got into this dialogue, and um, I was doing a women's meeting to raise money for um, breast cancer research. And I said, look, Marina, would you be interested? I can't pay you, because everybody's coming, donating their time, but would you come and sing for us a couple of your songs? She came over, I found out that she was an immigrant from Russia, um, had married a guy with bipolar, been through absolute trauma, and, um, and she's divorced now, and she said, I did not know I could sing until I was going through the pain of my divorce. And she said, I started writing songs. And that's how God started to work in her life. And um, she came and sang, and um, after she sang, we had the girls talking, survivors of breast cancer, and she just sat there and cried. And she said to me, I feel like I've come home. She said, you don't know what it's like to leave your country. And I said, well, actually, I did. I came to Australia from New Zealand, and we are different. We might speak the same English, but we are different. And I says, every time I heard our national anthem, I used to weep and say, I just want to go home. And we're all like that. We're all maybe from different nations. We have that in us. And um, she's in church today in Auckland. And... Um, I'm going to her CD launch, and, and she's going to become a Christian. She is. Now, there's simple things that all of you can do. I'm just sharing those. Because, you see, you're all giants of faith. You've all got a mustard seed, and we can all stand up and listen and do something little that will influence somebody's life. I ended up going to a little Chinese girl's wedding because I was nice to her one day, and she had nobody to go and stand with her when she got married. And, um, and I ended up her witness, and, and before we walked out, I said, can I speak a blessing over you? And they looked at me. They didn't know anything about God or anything. I said, you don't have to shut your eyes. I just want to speak blessing over your life. And um, a week later, I took her out for lunch, and her name's Julia as well, so this was how we got to know each other. And um, she says, she knows I like reading books, and she said, I found this really good book, Julia, and you need to read it. I'm going to give it to you when I've finished it. She says, it just does something inside of you. And I said, oh, yeah. And I said, what is it called? And she said, it's called The Secret. She doesn't even really know what the secret is yet, but she's going to find out. But you see, God is working on people's lives. And now these are random people that I have met when I've gone to the cafe, when I go to the supermarket, when I go in my world and I leave grace over them and kindness. And, you know, we, we can have this... And we could, maybe you can quote a hundred scriptures, that's good, and that's inside of you. But really, they want to know, they want the good feeling from you. 
when you leave them. It's not what you've actually said over their lives, it's actually the way you've left them feeling. So I am going to read you some scripture today because I can preach, right? But I just felt like God has spoken all this morning. Like everybody's spoken the word over you. It's just amazing. And the Holy Spirit's just like, that's why I couldn't stand up there. I had to come down by you because I feel like God's doing something in me like he's doing something in you. So I want to read, actually, the word that God has given me is, you see me too small, and you ask too little of me. You see, you're trying to fix everything yourself, you're trying to fix your lives, you're trying to do everything, you go to the doctor, you go here, you go, you're in a fix-it world, but you're not asking him, and he can do it so much better and so much bigger with bigger outworkings. So this is one of my favorite, favorite verses. So I'm just going to share it because I want to. And it's out of Isaiah 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Now, we're thinking God's in the temple, but uh, it says that his robe filled the temple. God couldn't even get in. He's far bigger than the temple. It says, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two he covered his face. With two he covered his feet. And with two he flew. And one cried to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. See, we're standing on holy ground today. Sometimes we need to take our shoes off. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door were shaken by the voice of him who cried out. You know, God's voice shakes. It moves things. moves things in your life. And the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. Then I said, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal which he had taken with the tongs from the altar, And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips. See, this is Jesus. Behold, this has touched your lips. Your iniquity is taken away. Your sin is purged. Also, I've heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? You see, when you stand up, in that new thing, you hear a new thing, you hear a new voice. See, today, I believe God has been, is saying to us, who will stand up? Yeah. Who will stand up? Yeah. And who will go for us? Yeah. Arise, mighty giants. Arise with the word of God on your lips. See, in the beginning of this verse, he's, rem- he's reminding us of who God is. 
He is high and lifted up. He is holy. He is glorious. He is magnificent. And the whole earth shook, shook from his voice. You see, God has authority. The devil's trying to tell you he's an authority here. But God, God has authority. And this morning, I believe he's saying, you see me too small. See, just the train of his robe filled this place. I think the, the um, temple was bigger than this. Just the train of his robe. His majesty, he was high and lifted up. The whole earth shakes from his voice. And then he says, you ask too little for me. Words flow out of relationship. And who will go for me? You need to awake, get on your feet, and be alert, discerning the times. See, the disciples were right in Jesus' presence in that garden, and they were asleep. You know, sometimes we're right in God's presence, and we're asleep. See, sound has energy. It says in in Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created, and he spoke things into being. Words are creative. What are you speaking over your life? Are you saying, oh, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm whatever? And his word declares, ask of me and I will give you the nations. Stand up for your beliefs and your values. Oh, I'm going over time. Because God wants you as a sweet saver. Make a stand that others will come to you. They will be drawn to you. And you will be a sweet saver for the Lord. See, God wants somebody that will stand up and take a risk. And then he steps in. Leave a mark for other people to follow. And it's got to be authentic. I think one of the the biggest things too is be alert. Be alert. Watch. See, what God begins in a whisper We have the privilege of ending with a shout. So that little whisper that God comes to you with ends up a shout out of your life, like a roar. And you need to live the whisper out today. See, exchange the invisible for the invincible, because that's who God says you are. I think I'll stop there. Why don't we just stand up? Stand. This morning. I think God's done something in your lives. And, and it was during that worship. I won't even take. God's done it. God's here. But God, we're awake We are awake, and we are standing, God, and we are listening for the whisper of heaven that we, each one of us, can outlive as a mighty roar at this time. God, your church is advancing. Your church is pushing back the enemy. And we will declare you. 
Because God says, I will give you the nations if you stand up for me. And Lord, I just speak over each one of these people this morning. Arise, mighty giants, and roar. May they leave a sweet savour wherever they go, that people would be drawn to them like honey. And God, this church would grow and it would see great things because your presence is here. Oh, Holy Spirit, be the best friend. You see, when Regan was killed and I had to go in and I had to go and look at my body, my son's body broken, lying in that funeral room. I shut my eyes and I called down heaven. I said, God, I cannot do this. And the King of heaven, the King of heaven came and he started singing to me. It is well with my soul. You see, he might be the almighty God that spoke things into being, but he is the God that is the lover of your soul. That will come intimately. And when you're in your time in need, he will sing to you and give you the strength to go through whatever you have to go through. How beautiful, how beautiful is our Saviour that He would come and touch each one of our lives so intimately, so intimately. God, we just take this moment now, each one of us, to reach out and say, yes, Lord. And maybe you're here this morning and you have not started that journey. Well, you have started it, you're here. After the service, if you'd like to come forward and speak to Pastor David, I'm sure he will just take you through that prayer. Or you just need to take another step. The altar will be open for you to come and we'd love to pray for you. Thank you, God, for what you've done this morning. I thank you for the King of glory that has come in, not just to this this house this morning, but into each one of our lives in a very special way. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.